Well, hello there. Hopefully you are feeling good and you had a fantastic day. Thank you for uh, taking some time to listen to this episode. Or if you've listened to other episodes of this podcast, I appreciate you. Thank you for helping it grow. So today, lately it's been a really like up and down in a good way. Just adjusting to life, you know, when life feels so incredibly good and amazing, but it also feels very unfamiliar. You're like, I'm just trying to like make sure I stay grounded, <laughs> like not falling all over the place. Uh, so that's kind of how life has been feeling lately. But the weather is getting nicer. And sorry, I just got a yawn out of nowhere. Um, the weather has been breaking and it's been so nice to see the sun and like the little bit of warmer temperatures. And I say warmer with quotes because, <laughs> you know, it's like 50. But you know what? People are, are ready for shorts and to show their toes. <laughs> you know, like they're, <laughs> they're ready. And uh, yeah, it's just been nice. So I've been trying to bring my bike out as much as possible. Like when I get home from work, I'm like, okay, got to have the, like sit down and chill for a second and then let's go before the sun fully goes down, you know? And so I've been enjoying just where my intuition leads me, you know, in the city. And tonight I felt it before I even got home. I was like, I already know where I'm going to go tonight. <laughs> you know, like I already felt it. It was like speaking to me. And so I got my bike, Ruby, and I was like, you know, Ruby, I'm actually going to be directing us tonight. You know, I'm going to show you something, you know, a, a little blast from the past. And I went on a bike ride down memory lane, circa 2007. Amber gets her first internship in Detroit Radio at a station called 96.3 WDVD. And uh, it led into my first job in radio, my first job in Detroit. Like There were a lot of firsts in, in 2007. I was getting ready to graduate a broadcasting school, Spex Howard, and I got a, an internship, and it was awesome. I met my, one of my great mentors through that experience, and started to meet people and see how the business worked. And I was hooked. I was like, uh, where do I sign up? Where can I get a full-time job? Who wants to give me a full-time job? <laughs> like, it really was like that. And, uh, but I had fun, man. I had fun. And I wanted to prove myself. I mean, that, oof, that Amber was, was on the hunt and ready to eat like very aggressive, very passionate, um, didn't let anything or anyone stop her. Uh, and I became hungry, you know, for this industry. And so I worked my way up, started out as an intern, getting ready to graduate broadcasting school. And then I get offered a part-time promotions job. And I was like, 
get out of here. I didn't initially want to take it. <laughs> to be going honest, I was like, no, that's not, that's not going to be for me. And my mentor's like, oh no, but it's going to be for you. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, I'm going to get a full time on your job. Like, duh. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's great. But first, <laughs> you know, Amber wanted to go leap and like, you know, it was, it was crazy. I remember I had an opportunity in Sault Ste. Marie, which is all the way up, 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 up to the top of Michigan. In case you're not familiar, uh, it was like eight hours from the Detroit area. I was like, uh, no, <laughs> I was not ready. I was like, no, I'm not going to go where it snows like eight months out of the year. <laughs> now that's a little you know, drastic, but I was like, no, that doesn't really sound like where Amber's going to go. But I ended up going to a place just outside of Michigan that was, had, you know, just treacherous winters and beautiful summers, which I did hear that about Sault Ste. Marie, but, um, it was just, I ended up going to like the Green Mountain State. (laughs) I was like, well, you know, I decided to go a little more east coast <laughs> not up <laughs> i think that was the difference but it just being outside riding to that part of detroit it just reminded me of 2007 amber you know she she was ready you know like she was ready to be this major radio personality and she thought she was going to do it. You know, like you couldn't tell her. You could not tell her that she wasn't going to be in a a big market, that she wasn't going to have all this money in the bank and that she was going to be this like morning show personality. You know, but then it was, it was tough you know, like it was really cutthroat and tough to get a full-time radio job in Detroit, you know, like mm-mm. at that time, yeah, right. So I would have people around me like encouraging me to like, send your stuff, go, you got to go spread your wings. <laughs> yeah, I fucking spread my wings. <laughs> I fell through the trees a few times. <laughs> Maybe even felt like I came back to life. I don't know. <laughs> It was hell, but it was it was my journey, you know, for multiple reasons. But you know, I was more so focused on who I was in two thousand seven. You know, like I didn't care about sleep. I didn't care about where I slept. I didn't care about anything but what I was focused on getting into, and uh, th- that was the hunter in me. I've softened a lot. <laughs> over the years which I'm grateful for you know like I was I was tired of being the masculine energy all the time (laughs) I was just tired I was like I'm tired I want to be softer (laughs) you know it like took me a couple years to like really understand how like sometimes women in radio like harden themselves so much that they don't always capture the feminine side and I can only speak solely from my point of view but I was always on guard. I was always making sure I was holding my own, that I wasn't going to let someone push me around or, you know, and so I was just always in that tough energy that it was rare that, you know, the feminine side of Amber would come out. 
So I'm more in touch with with that side of myself. But that was part of, you know, the beginning of that type of hard exterior was starting to develop at that time. It was funny because when I got to Vermont, someone said, you're a little rough around the edges. And I was like, what is that? What does that mean? I mean, I later on, like I figured it out, <laughs> but at the time I was like, what do you mean? You know, it's, I've always been though, really since childhood, a little odd <laughs> and rough around the edges, you know, sparkly around the edges, whatever. I was all of it. I was all of it, <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to, to really be on the radio in Detroit. And I did. I did get it. You know, it was part-time and it was awesome. I was overnights on the weekends. So I was on from midnight to 6 a.m. And uh, it was great. I would, that's when I started getting introduced to coffee. I was like, okay, but it used to be more like coffee creamer than coffee at that time. Now it's like one pump, maybe even a half a pump. <laughs> don't put much (laughs) but I would have like monster and water and you know all the healthy stuff just laid out on the counter like all right I'm gonna stay awake and I did you know like I treated it like I was on a prime time slot I was like midnight who cares like I'd get the drunk people calling in from the bars that was I remember this one time this guy called in and he was on I'm on the way to the hospital I'm like and you called me (laughs) Like they were listening and driving to the hospital. And I like put out like a, you know, hey, call me. Let me know what you're doing sort of thing. And they did. It's like, I'm on my way to the hospital. I'm like, why? I just got punched. I was like, oh, my God. He's like, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm like, oh, my God. All right. Well, thanks. Have a nice time at the hospital. And I think that was how I ended it. I was like, have a nice time at the hospital. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Someone called me. <laughs> the fresh-faced Amber, the rookie, the one that was just a little sponge, absorb, absorb, absorb. And uh, (laughs) and then it took me to some wild-ass places. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, I was just standing on West Grand Boulevard looking at at the Fisher Building, and I was like, I used to hang out at work, in this building. Uh, my friend at the time and I would be exploring through the Fisher building. <laughs> like we ended up in like the basement, like, like where the burners are. <laughs> like, I don't even know how we ended up there one night. I was like, we were just like walking around everywhere. We used to walk around the city. Like it was just crazy. Like after a shift, dump the promotion bucket and then walk around and go find something to do. You know, that was before Uber was invented, (laughs) but it was just wild stuff or like doing the bar appearances and seeing like at the time, like how wild people got, you know, especially like during a live broadcast. Oh my God. (laughs) Live broadcast and radio. Like, depending on where you're at, but they they can be pretty crazy. <laughs> and, you know, and that was, and it would get crazier as I was getting full time, you know, and, and doing that in Vermont. And I didn't really do too much bar stuff in Fort Wayne. Like, there was one club, but it wasn't the same. Like, Vermont was my party, like, crazy wild. Like, I remember the first bar live broadcast I had this drunk guy 
I don't even remember what we were doing. We were trying to, I think we were giving away something or whatever. But this guy's like, I want to be on the radio. And I was like, all right, cool. I was like, whatever you do, you could say anything. Just don't swear. And he's like, all right, all right, I won't. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so be getting ready to go on. And this guy just, I go, so how's your night going? He's like, so fuck it. I was like, oh my God. So I got like, fuck it. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to get fired. I'm going to get fired. <sighs> just crazy stories, man. Just the, the crazy experiences that <laughs> I had in radio. And it all started, you know, ref- back in 2007, you know, getting introduced to radio and the people. And it's funny because some of them are even back in my life now, like with my new job, just the connections. And it's just so full circle and like so weird, you know, life that that's that's where I'm at in life is just always in a constant state of awe. Even if I'm like maybe going through some unsettled energy and I just don't feel right, or maybe some, I'm still trying to work on my patience with driving. It's there, but it's not all the way there. (laughs) So I still get like annoyed with people or maybe an asshole slips out, you know, you're like, uh, sorry, but (laughs) I had to let it out. And, uh, Yeah. I'm just always in a constant state of awe, especially with my life and in the path that I went down, you know, where it took me, where it started, how it even transitioned into this and then it transitioned into that. And the next thing you know, you're living here and then now you're back here and it's just, I've been all over the place, (laughs) you know, like I have been all over the place and not necessarily physically or with my environments because I mean really I've only lived three different other places besides you know being from Michigan lived in Vegas Vermont and Fort Wayne Indiana so you know there's some people out there that have been like 10 different cities I couldn't do that I told myself I was like no we're not gonna do that (laughs) sitting at DMVs and secretaries of state and getting new IDs I was like no we ain't doing that shit (laughs) So I only clocked at like three and, uh, it's just being in a state of awe makes life even more fun. And like the little stuff that connects along the way, you're like, Oh, there's this, everybody's got a story that's unfolding during their human experience. And I am enjoying my story and putting all the fun pieces together, you know, cause I put all the bad pieces together, you know, like I did all that shit. Now it's piecing, you know, a different kind of way. I don't know. So that's my story time for tonight. Reflecting on the old energy of that version of Amber and what she was prepared to do to take herself to the next level, to level up in her life. You know, she was hungry. She was asking advice. She was working late, working everything and anything, saying yes to everything, like not getting any sleep, um, going from internship to a job, and then also working at a restaurant just so I can like, you know, have money (laughs) and pay my bills, you know, and then all of it. It was, it was a crazy time. 
You know, it was a really crazy time. So, life, where it takes you, who knows? You stay open, you follow your bliss, you follow your heart, two separate things, and you'll know the difference when you learn to follow each of them. They just feel different. And you enjoy your human experience the best you can and hope that you live it to the fullest. And that's what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm a natural born risk taker. And I just am happy, though, that my path brought me to where I'm at right now. And anything else from here is just a beautiful bonus. So you enjoy the rest of your evening, day, whenever you're listening to this. And thank you for listening and helping me grow this podcast. And if you ever want to book me for a speaking engagement or a self-love talk, my email is amber.huyghe at gmail.com. And until then, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Peace.